How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Will Jalen Johnson see the field week one, or will Kevin Tolliver get the start? And how many interceptions will Kyle Fuller have in 2020? We are going to be discussing these topics and many more today in another episode of our positional review. Today, obviously, we are taking a look at the cornerback position. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today I'm joined with my co-hosts, Parse Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? Doing pretty decent. You know, we're out here recording another video. Saw Chris on Wednesday, which is awesome. You know, hung out for the second time ever. Had a great time. Missed you, Jalen, though. (laughs) I'm doing good. Uh, I just woke up. Uh, I really worked, Brian, but it's whatever. Let's talk about some Bears football. Let's do it. So we're here to break down the cornerback position today, a, a position that really had some question marks surrounding it coming into the 2020 season, but I think the Bears did a pretty good job at picking up some solid pieces this offseason. So let's just hop right into it. First off, obviously, at the top, we have All-Pro and Pro Bowl cornerback Kyle Fuller. He's made the Pro Bowl twice, also named to the All-Pro first team in 2018. In that 2018 season where the Bears went 12-4, and won the NFC North, and made the playoffs. Fuller had 21 passes defended and seven interceptions, both career highs. Uh, 2019 was also decent. He had a career high in tackles with 82, which smashed his record from earlier. Also three interceptions and 12 passes defended, and quite possibly the most dropped interceptions in the league. Uh, he also earned another Pro Bowl nomination in 2019. So, Parth, I'm going to start with you. You know, obviously, since around 2017, Fuller has really turned his career around. So, what are your thoughts on him heading into another season, and do you think he's going to perform well again here in 2020? I really hope so he does, because uh, cornerback is, I, I think, one of our weakest positions on defense, I'd say. I mean, it's hard to call it even weak compared to our other positions. It is considered weak, I'd say. So if Kyle Fuller can step up and go back to being like a 2018 Kyle Fuller where he was intercepting playing great defense uh, last year he became a really good tackler as well you know we saw him improve as a tackler last year so if you can put it all back together this year have a terrific season again it would be great for the bears so we obviously saw the bears match the green bay packers uh, offer sheet for kyle fuller to re-sign him to a four-year deal worth 56 million dollars with only 18 million dollar guarantee 18 million dollars guarantee in the beginning of 2018 you know obviously jalen he turned his career around big time to earn that extension so kudos to him what do you think about fuller heading into 2020 uh i think he's a great player you know a lot of people don't consider him a top 10 uh, cornerback this season i wouldn't say he's top 10 but he's definitely top 15 and that's no doubt about that uh just a couple years ago people didn't know if he was going to make the roster or not like they were saying he coming into the uh, season he might be cut before the regular season and now he's now he's uh, our best corner. He's a like you said, he's an All Pro and a two-time Pro Bowler in the last two years. Um, I'm I'm definitely happy that he was able to turn his career around with all the doubts that he had on him. This season, I expect him to have a season that he had last year. You know, three three, three to four interceptions and a lot of tackles. He he gets um, like he for for a person who's an All Pro, he gets targeted a lot. So I, I guess that's why you know sometimes he gets burned, but he's still one of the top corners uh, on our team no doubt about that absolutely Kyle Fuller was actually the most targeted cornerback in the league in 2017 and in his 2018 season he was one pass defended behind the Lions uh, Darius Slay who obviously now is with the Philadelphia Eagles but that being said uh, 
he had a breakout year, and he's really entrenched as the Bears' number one cornerback in 2020. I'm really excited to see what he's doing. So, heading on to number two cornerback, there's two choices here. There's Kevin Tolliver or Jalen Johnson, but just to spruce it up a little bit, let's talk here about Jalen Johnson. He was a 50th overall pick out of Utah in the 2020 NFL Draft. He's had three shoulder surgeries since 2018, but did play the entire 2019 college season with a torn labrum for the Utes. He got surgery twice this offseason and has said that he's going to be ready for training camp once it starts up at the end of July. Two interceptions and 11 passes defended in his junior season at Utah. Also ran a 4-5 40-yard dash and drew a draft comparison to former Colts cornerback who was also a Buffalo Bill who walked out of the game at halftime and retired, Vontae Davis. So uh, a pretty solid comparison there for Jalen Johnson. Um, had first-round draft grades where, wherever you look, basically. So I think it was a really nice pick for the Bears. Parth, I want to ask you, do you like this pick, and do you think Johnson's going to be able to be ready for the season? Um, absolutely, he's going to be ready for the season. I love the pick. Um, to get him at pick 50 in the second round was an absolute steal. I think he's going to make impact right off the bat, uh, whether that's starting across Kyle Fuller or coming in and replacing uh, Kevin Tolliver halfway through the season or even a couple games into the season. Um, he had a lot of high draft grades, as we know that. Um, he's only 21, and he played at U- he put excellent coverage at Utah despite having a shoulder injury throughout the season. So once he's healthy and ready to go, I think he could be an absolute stud for years to come for the Bears. You also have to take a look at Kevin Tolliver, someone who I know Jalen is a big fan of. Was an undrafted free agent in, I believe, 2017 or 2018. Has had 29 career tackles. You know, also is vying for that number two spot. But obviously, we're here talking about Jalen Johnson. So, Jalen, I want to ask you. I mean, obviously, we've talked about about this pick for a while since the NFL draft. But what are your thoughts on the Jalen Johnson pick? And do you think that he'll be able to start here in 2020? I think it was a great pick. Uh, you know, a lot of analysts had him going in the in the late first round, and we got him at pick fifty. Um, if he can stay healthy, uh, I definitely feel like he can see the field. Um, I don't know if he's gonna start right out the gate just because of his injury concerns, but uh, I definitely think he's gonna see a lot of snaps in his rookie season. Absolutely, heading down the depth chart to the nickel corner, we've got Buster Screen, definitely a grizzled veteran to say the least. He did have five passes defended and forty eight tackles in twenty nineteen in his first season with the Bears. If you head down a little bit further down the depth chart, you've got Kevin Tolliver, Artie Burns, uh, you know, a player who, you know, was a former first-round pick, panned out in his first season, didn't really do too much since then. Also, CFL star Trey Roberson, fifth-round draft pick, Kendall Vildor, and 2019 draft pick, Duke Shelley. So now we're going to head into some questions about the cornerback room. There's not much to cover here. But let's just hop right into it. You know, obviously we talked about Kyle Fuller when we started off this episode. Seven interceptions was a career high for him in 2018. Also had three in 2019, but also probably could have had a few more. So, Parth, I want to ask you, how many interceptions do you think Fuller ends up having here in 2020? I'm going to go with four to five interceptions. Um, It's really tough to get interceptions in the NFL, um, regardless of who you are. So for him to get four or five would be a great season. Yeah, I'm going to go with five. You know, uh, with the pressure that this defensive line should be able to produce if Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, and Robert Quinn are all healthy, uh, it's going to force the quarterbacks to throw up some bad balls. And I think it's going to force the quarterbacks to throw up worse balls than we saw in 2018 when Kyle Fuller had a career-high seven interceptions. Uh, you got to get the ball out quick. We talked earlier about how much Fuller is targeted. Uh, he was the most targeted cornerback in 2017 and almost had the most passes defended in 2018. So I'm going to meet in the middle here. 
between his last two seasons go five interceptions, but I do think he will make his third consecutive Pro Bowl. I think he's one of the most slept-on cornerbacks in the league. Definitely a top five, maybe even a top definitely a top ten, maybe even a top five guy. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you think? How many interceptions here for Kyle Fuller in 2020? Like Parth said, it's very hard to get interceptions in the NFL. You know, everybody's a professional. Every quarterback is a professional football player. Whether he's not that good in the NFL, he still made it to the NFL for a reason. Um, like I said, it's, I doubt that he has high interception numbers like he did in 2018 with seven, which led the league. So I'm going to go around three, uh, three here or two. I just feel like, you know, for a person who gets targeted that much, he's – and he really can't catch like that. That's why he's a cornerback. Um, like he's like I said, he caught seven interceptions in 2018, but I doubt he ever gets close to that again. Um, due to he's he's getting older and not younger, so I'm, I'm gonna say three. Okay, yeah, and we also know that Kyle Fuller obviously getting targeted a lot means he's going to get a lot of tackles. Obviously, had 82 tackles and a Pro Bowl nomination in 2019. So still a little bit of a down year for him. A little bit of a down year for the entire Chicago Bears team. So uh, can't really be too mad about that. Let's head down to cornerback number two. Obviously, there's going to be a competition. Matt Nagy has already announced it. You know, the guys that you have to think are involved with that. Obviously, I would say the leader out of the gates is probably Jalen Johnson, but he's not far behind, uh, followed behind by Kevin Tolliver. Also, Artie Burns and Trey Roberson will be in the mix. Trey Roberson really is an oddball. But I want to ask you guys, obviously, it seems like the two that have, I guess, the step ahead in this competition are Jalen Johnson and Kevin Tolliver. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you and ask you, will Jalen Johnson see the field week one when the Bears head to Ford Field in Detroit, or do you see Kevin Tolliver getting the start off the bat? I'm going to go with Kevin Tolliver. Uh, like Jalen, I'm also very high in Kevin Tolliver coming into this season. Last year against uh, Dallas, he came to play a couple snaps once Prince got out of the game. And I thought Kevin Tolliver was very impressive that game. And I feel like if he know he knows the defense, he's been with Chuck Pagano. Pagano has said that he's a great cornerback. Same with Vic Fangio when he was here. Vic said he was a great cornerback. So I think Tolliver gets his chance to start, prove his prove his place in the league and on the team. And uh, you never know how he could play. But if, if things go wrong, Jalen Johnson is there to come in and play. And he's also a terrific corner himself. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, you know, when you look at the games from last year, you look at the Week 15 game against Green Bay, and that one really stands out to me. You know, uh, Kevin Tolliver came in, did a great job shadowing an elite receiver in Devontae Adams. But that being said, you know, I kind of compare it to the quarterback situation where the in-house guy may have the upper step, um, like Mitchell Trubisky may have the upper step in the quarterback competition. But if you do mess up, if you aren't really good, there's going to be someone there to replace you. So Nick Foles for Trubisky in that instance. And same goes for Jalen Johnson, obviously. A highly touted pick out of Utah. Uh, played all of 2019 with a torn labrum. He has that dog mentality that the Bears want. I definitely think he'll see some starting action, but maybe not right out of the gates. So Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. Who do you think starts at cornerback two for week one in Ford Field against the Detroit Lions? Who's going to be trying to pick off Matthew Stafford, Jalen Johnson or Kevin Tolliver? You guys know the answer. I'm going with my boy KT too. Um, he's been in the he's been Chuck Bungano's defense one year longer than uh, Jalen Johnson. You know Jalen Johnson's a rookie. Uh, still, I still have a little bit of concerns over his shoulder injuries. He's hurt his shoulder all three years while he was in college. Yeah, he played through it, but it's still a concern. You know, I don't, we don't want another Anthony Miller, who's a good player, but you know have has constant shoulder um, concerns. But like I said, I'm gonna go with Kevin Tolliver here, uh, especially if we don't have a training camp. We still don't know how that's going to go with the coronavirus and stuff like that. So if we don't have a training camp or a preseason, then we just go straight to season. 
or with a shorter training camp, then I'm still going to go with Kevin Tolliver just because he knows the defense more than Jalen does. 100%. Now, obviously, if you take a look at Ryan Pace's draft history, you know, he always seems to take a player from a small school, whether it be Tariq Cohen in 2017 out of North Carolina A&T or Adam Shaheen in that same year out of God knows where he went. I don't even want to talk about Adam Shaheen. But obviously, you look at 2020, and the small school pick had to have been Kendall Vildor. Vildor had two interceptions, three tackles for a loss, and six passes defended in his senior season at Georgia Southern. Really stood out on tape in a game against Clemson. A pick I'm liking more and more. Uh, I'm going to answer this question first. The question is, do you like this pick, and where could you see him playing? You know, looking at Vildor's footage... Uh, he's really good in man coverage. He's got really quick foot speed. I think he could be someone who could possibly even move up to safety, but he can play outside corner. He has definitely said in the past that he can play nickel corner, and he's also thrived there. He's really a gadget player. You can put him all over the field on defense. I like to pick a lot, and I really hope it pans out. But, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. Kendall Vildor, a very interesting pick. We all saw his reaction to being drafted by the Bears. He was super psyched to come to Chicago. So I want to ask you, do you like this pick, and could you see him you know, possibly contributing this year? backing up Buster Screen or maybe on special teams? Yeah, definitely. I, I was super excited to pick. I had us taking him in the fifth round in a, in a mock draft that we did all together as fan pages back in the day. So Vildor coming to Chicago, a great pick by Ryan Pace, another small school corner that we drafted. I uh, forgot. We also have Duke Shelley, um, who he's probably going to compete with for the backup position with Buster Screen. And then we also have, uh, I forgot his name, but... We took him in the seventh round last year in the draft as well. So there's a lot of depth in the cornerback position. Absolutely. Jalen, Kendall Vildor, a very interesting prospect out of Georgia Southern. What do you think about that pick, and where could you see him possibly playing? I like the pick a lot, you know, especially for it being a fifth-round pick. Pace had a really good fifth round, in my opinion. But uh, like like Parr said, I think he's going to compete with Duke Shelley and Stephen Demart, uh, who was yeah, our corner that we drafted in the you know the seventh round last year. I don't get right. Rod Pace took four corners in the last two drafts, but you know the more competition competition brings the best out of players, so I, I can't really get mad at it. But um, I definitely, like I said, I definitely feel like he can compete at. The slot cornerback behind behind uh, Buster Screen. Buster Screen's thirty years old. He's not getting any younger. I feel like this was a um, a future pick instead of a now pick. One hundred percent. So this is a little bit shorter of an episode of positional review. But you guys, if you are avid fans of the show, you know how we close this off. We grade the position. So we're here to grade the cornerback position today. I'm going to give the cornerbacks a B-. You know, uh, the depth is there. I really like the pickups that we made. Obviously, the Bears losing Prince of Mukamara, who uh, it, it hurts to pain me, but uh, he had to go even though he is a friend of the show. Uh, but that being said, there is good depth at cornerback, too, with Jalen Johnson, Kevin Tolliver, Artie Burns, and Trey Roberson. All those guys can probably play uh, regardless of what order they are in. So I'm going to give the cornerbacks a B-. You know, Kyle Fuller is going to need another big year if the secondary wants to do good. Obviously, you know, the cornerbacks group nicely with the safeties. Uh, Eddie Jackson is going to be back at free safety. Overall, I think this defense is going to mirror the 2018 team. Uh, That's a lot to ask for, but that being said, I'm pretty confident that the depth is there. So I'm going to give the cornerbacks a B-. Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. What would you grade the cornerback position? Uh, Like you said, the depth is there. I'm just worried about that star power, I guess, about the cornerback position. I love Kyle Fuller. I do think he's a great corner, but I, I, I need some more consistency out of him before I give him that top five, top seven edge of a corner that a lot of 
Bears fans like to give him. So I'm going to rate our cornerbacks a C plus. Uh, it's a little low. I usually am the more optimistic guy, but uh, just a little scared about that top heavy position about the corners. I guess. Jalen, what do you think? What grade are you giving the cornerback position here? I'm gonna give it a B too. Um, I just need to see production from you know the second cornerback in Buster Screen as well. You know he didn't have a bad season, but we didn't give him all that money last year for him to have an average season as a, a one of the highest paid nickel corners in the league. Um, like I like I said before, um, you know there's gonna be competition at the number two. Maybe we'll see competition at number three. Buster Screen doesn't play right in camp, so I'm, I'm gonna have to give it a B here with our only real corner being Kyle Fuller. Yeah, so that'll pretty much do it for a cornerback positional review. We broke down the depth chart today, answered some questions, but the cornerbacks are looking to be better here in 2020. If you want more content from us, do us a favor, head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting all sorts of content on there every day of the week. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at BearDown, and you can also find the links to our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Guys, training camp is looking to start somewhat soon you know july 26 28th or so so jalen parth any last words guys hopefully it all starts on time you know i think the nfl just canceled or postponed the hall of fame game it's a little shaky start to like just the season i guess hopefully it all works out because i need some football i mean as long as everyone's staying safe as well though so that's number one priority my part said, I can't. I hope. I really hope it's a training camp. Trubisky gets to show us Nick Foles why he's the QB one. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Absolutely, guys. Uh, let's hope that this virus continues to get better. It's looking a little shaky in some states. But that being said, Illinois is pushing along strong. Hopefully, we can get a vaccine done sometime soon here in the summer. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Bear Down Positional Reviews. Bears fans, do us a favor, continue to stay safe, and as always, bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.